Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Well, boys and girls, you know, I can't remember all of that. I'm going to have to. <laughs> this is what we used to use as a theme song. Uh, Attila's Blues is the name of the song. It's by the Guess Who. And we used to use that as a theme song every time we would have Gino Salomon on with us mm-hmm. to do our showbiz report. And i got to remember everything I used to say. Uh, Gino, what was it? It was something like, uh, well, boys and girls, it's time for us to take a look into the big and small worlds of something and find out how big and small they really are. And here with all the showbiz poop, it's the old poopmeister himself, Gino, 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 the the showbiz showbiz machino, something like that. Yes, that's it. Absolutely. Hello. Hi there. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Hello, Laverne. No, I was fine with that nickname until, because I felt like it was kept between us. And then one day I was on a a bus at a junket in LA and the reporter from Cincinnati revealed my secret identity. Calling that nickname, and I've never lived it down since. <laughs> you were the pertinent poopmeister from then on. I love it. Well, uh, we should formally say that uh, Gino is the entertainment reporter for Fox Six in Milwaukee and the Dish Network, and he's been. How long has it been that you've been joining us, Gino? When did we first connect? This was. Uh, you know, I was dropped off in a basket on your front porch. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah that's me right. Yes. House it was a dark and stormy Not quite night. Sure of the date. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a long time, but, but you know I, what? It's I, one of my I, cherished I, things. I think I recall we first met you when you brought some amazing guests into the studio for us. Yes, from Adam Twelve. Um, okay, Mister. I know. I'm. I'm yes. Chemicord, yeah. Yes, but I'm thinking when Mr. Ed came in here. Do you remember when you brought me? Oh, Ms. Alan Young. Yes. yes. Well, not the horse, but yes, yes. Alan Young. <laughs> yes. Because you were doing uh, shows with some of the people that we all grew up watching on television, and you had brought them back, and, and they were very excited to, to find out that they still had these rabid fans like myself. And when you brought them in the studio, yes. and I started, you know, oh, I'm all fangirling over them, and <laughs> it was it was really wonderful. But the, this, Well, you guys have been great. I loved it. Well, this really has been, talk about an up-down year in show business. We lost some greats this year. Uh, Sadly, some friends of yours, too. Yes, you know, starting with Sidney Poitier, who, you know, we had talked on a previous show. uh, I ended up having a a friendship with his wife. I had collected posters from uh, his career and gave them to the, the family, and heard from his wife and never got to meet Sydney face to face. I did see him at a benefit in New York and that kind of inspired her. I just thought he was the greatest, the classiest, and what a talented actor. Yeah. But take just a moment because I love this story because why were you collecting the posters? Just because you were a fan? Is that how that all happened? Yes. You know, I had spent, I, I was working part time at UPS. That was all I did. And uh, there was a benefit coming up on Broadway where Catherine Hepburn was hosting a tribute to Spencer Tracy. So Spencer Tracy, born in Milwaukee, they were my favorites. So I paid $2,500 to go out there when I didn't have $2,500. And uh, it was unforgettable. Frank Sinatra spoke, Robert Wagner, Sidney Poitier spoke, and 
So I wrote the story of what had happened to the Portiers, and I got this beautiful thank you note written. And when I went to put the note back in the envelope, there was a check for $2,500 in the envelope because that's what I spent all those years ago. And I did not accept it. I couldn't accept it. So then Mrs. Portier called and said, will you do me a favor? Please give it to a charity, but you have to accept it. So I divided it between two charities here, two children's charities, and uh, deposited it in their name, uh, the Portier's name. What a great so that, story. I, I could not believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Never had the pleasure of meeting him, but he always struck me as being a really class actor. And, and I can't think of a movie of his that I didn't thoroughly enjoy, mm-hmm. even if I didn't enjoy the movie. What he brought to it, yeah, I really appreciate it. Exactly. You know, we just watched uh, just recently. We watched Guess Who's Coming to Gen- to Dinner again. Yeah, and you know, I realized there's so many holes in that you know, because of Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn. Uh, anyway, he was just so wonderful to watch. You know, and the it, dignity it, that he yes. brought to every role exactly. he did. Yes, absolutely. And I don't know if I told you the story now. What? what one of the people that we enjoyed getting on your show was Marty Allen from oh, Allen gosh. and Rossi. Yes. Hello there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he was friends with Sydney, and they lost touch. So uh, Marty was turning 94, and I called Sydney Portier's office, and Sydney answered the phone. And I couldn't believe it. And I said, uh, you know, I'm a friend of Marty Allen's. He really is sorry that you guys have lost touch, and I'm wondering if you could call him on his birthday. And in that unmistakable voice, he said, I will call him immediately, <laughs> and he did, and it was just a wonderful moment. <laughs> and Marty Allen was no. one of those great guys that you introduced us to, and we developed a fun relationship. Because he was so much fun. He and his yeah. wife were living in Vegas, and he told me one time, he said, we right? bond with you two because you're a working couple, and we're a working couple out mm-hmm. here in Vegas. And he was well into his 90s, and he was sharp as a tack. Just such a cool guy. Unbelievable. Yes. yes. And uh, somebody else we lost that, that I really feel bad about was Olivia Newton-John. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And one of the worst moments of my career, but I accept it and still embrace it. I was interviewing her, and we were having a blast. I was making her laugh, and it was almost flirty. And then right before I left, she said, now, excuse me, is your name Guino? (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't become... you humble right away. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't become Guino to everybody after that. Did did you have um, a much uh, encounter or many encounters with Bob Saget over the years? Yes, uh, because of Gilbert Gottfried, my friend. Uh, he was good friends with him. And it's just, you know, there's a picture that's been shown on the Internet of late of Bob Saget, Louis Anderson, and Gilbert mm-hmm. standing together. And it's just hard to believe that those three funny guys are gone. And, yeah. you know, Bob Saget is such a horrible horrible way one did not expect he hadn't been sick and just hit his head and was gone his wife uh, has chicago ties and just the other day i follow her on facebook she put up pictures from one year ago when bob came to chicago with her to visit family and they were at the fairmont hotel and they were taking all kinds of wonderful christmas pictures and it's just so weird to think you know that was just one year ago yeah uh, and then yep. your friendship we lost with, a lot of funny. Well, yeah, your friendship with Gilbert Godfrey. And forgive me, but I used to razz you about that. I used to say to you, he's not <laughs> funny. Why do you? Why? He's not. And then you would aggravate me. And I was also always fearful that Gilbert Godfrey was going to end up in the studio after I'd said, he's not funny. <laughs> but he was a sweet man, a really sweet man and had a w- wildly successful podcast, didn't he? Yes, 
Yes, in fact, a lot of the people we've talked about turned up on that podcast. It's kind of a tribute to old showbiz, and it gave everybody their due. And we had some great guests on there. I, I did booking for that podcast and was just, you know, so happy when people wanted to be on it because it was like a, a complete loving retrospective of their careers. Hmm. David McCallum from Man From Uncle said that he was going to write a book and that he's not going to write a book because of, of that. And all those episodes are up. You know, yes, once in a while, shockingly, Gilbert gets a little inappropriate. But uh, it, overall, those are some wonderful, wonderful shows. Yeah. One of the other celebrity deaths from the year that uh, that I was surprised at uh, was Kirstie Alley. Did you have any uh, any encounters with Kirstie? I did. I was on the set of Cheers for a week, and she was unbelievable. Oh, Just watching right. the first... Yeah, it was a well-oiled machine watching that whole group together, but she was as funny naturally without, you know, a lot of people aren't funny without a writer writing for them. She was great. She was so funny on her own. And yeah, it was a, a huge shock when she passed away. There was a picture of you, I think, with the Cheers cast. You're standing right there in the midst of them, right? It's floating around on the internet. Yes. <laughs> Looking yes. like you're some, some guy at the bar, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know... No, that's, that's, Yes, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, if you could stay with us for a, a, a little bit, because I want to talk about some of these other people. But I also want to ask you, because you are still a working entertainment reporter. Now, are you off on junkets after the first of the year? Are you going to be hitting the road? I, Yeah, I actually did, too, at the end of November, December. And I'm hoping that things will get back to normal. So, so we for, shall see. For the past two years, you what, have you been doing this via Zoom, interviewing uh, uh, celebrities? Yeah. Yeah, that, yes, that that really yes. cramp that cramps Gino's style because he's got a reputation for uh, finding gifts for celebrities is pretty impressive. I mean, the, the guy is beloved by celebrities. That's your Guino for you. I mean, Gino. <laughs> more with Gino and a whole lot more. So stay with us. News up next to WGN. Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio, and for Lisa Dent. And that was one of the songs that when Johnny and I were first dating, yes, that was one of the songs that was on heavy rotation in our world. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we said yesterday, that album, Rumors, Fleetwood Mac, is probably one we'd take on that desert island if we could only yeah. take a few. And Christine McVie passing away was just, oh, that was, well, the list is so long of the people who've passed this past year, the celebrities and, and the... The, the folks in the entertainment world, like Christine McVie. We're talking with Gino Salamone, uh, entertainment reporter for Fox 6 in Milwaukee on the Dish Network. Uh, Gino, did you ever have a chance to uh, interview any of the, the people from Fleetwood Mac, or obviously specifically Christine McVie? No, never did, but, you know, attended a, a stadium show. That's how big they were, oh, you yeah. know, that they could sell out a stadium. And, again, it was kind of a surprise death. Um, but, you know, people are entitled to their privacy. Uh, but I was just shocked when I heard that news. Well, yeah. Other surprises uh, in, in music, Naomi Judd, what a, oh, what a startling uh, surprise that was. She'd been very Awful. open over the years about yeah. her, her, her problems, and uh, right. then she took her own life. And then we watched, we were in Florida at the time, we were able to watch her funeral on television, and that just like the Loretta Lynn funeral. Yeah. But now Loretta Lynn had lived a long life, and uh, one of the, the, the moments for me was when Loretta Lynn's granddaughter got up and sang, 
one of her songs with Lucas Nelson, uh, <laughs> Willie Nelson song. That was a yeah, moment. Yeah, it was with the family there in the audience, and one, one of the other uh, celebrity uh, music deaths of the year that wasn't all that surprising. Uh, I'd been following uh, Jerry Lee Lewis for years and years and years, and uh, he had been in not the best of health for uh, for the past couple years uh, after a stroke. Uh, and Jerry Lee, I have probably saw more Jerry Lee Lewis concerts than than anybody. We we were fortunate to have him on the show many times. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, a quick Jerry Lee Lewis story. Uh, we were down in Memphis, and we had some friends at Graceland that we were visiting. We were supposed to go out to dinner with them, and we got a call from them and said, uh, we have to cancel that dinner because we have to go to a birthday party. They said, uh, would you like to come with us? And we thought, huh? And they said, well, uh, it's for Jerry Lee Lewis. It was a surprise birthday party for Jerry Lee Lewis. They rented a, a golf club, and the, for the surprise they had all the members of Jerry Lee's original Sun Band, and he wow. he walked in, he saw them, and he went up on stage and just started jamming. And someone, I won't say who, <laughs> recorded that whole thing because they happened to have a cassette tape with them. And someone else, a cute blonde, walked up on stage while Jerry Lee was playing with his then young son on his knee. They're wearing matching tuxedos. Light blue tuxedos with ruffly shirts. (laughs) And I just took a whole series of pictures standing right there uh, at the end of that baby grand piano that he was playing. And that was a weird night because remember who else we met at that party? Oh, yeah, that was crazy. A, a bunch of women came over uh, and said, you got to come meet this man. you got to come meet him. And they took us over to Dr. Nick, the Dr. guy wow. who, who had been uh, Elvis Presley's physician yeah. and who some people, well, yeah, well, anyway, it, was, it was just yeah. weird and to be said, introduced. you got to have your picture taken. And, and yeah. somewhere we have this picture yeah. of us looking like, huh? Huh? It was very strange. Um, Mark Texas. You know, who would have thought of all those rock and roll, you know, Little Richard, Chuck Berry, that yeah. the yeah. last man standing. Yeah. Literally, Lee it was Jerry yes. Lee. And boy, you talk about somebody who uh, who really set the standard for rock and roll. I mean, Elton John has, has bowed down to Jerry Lee. In fact, spe- right. speaking of literally bowing down, I, I'm assuming you have heard the story. Of the time that John Lennon met Jerry Lee Lewis, <laughs> this was out in Hollywood, and Jerry Lee was playing at a club, <laughs> and uh, I forget who they were introduced to, and when uh, Jerry Lee was going to shake hands with with John Lennon, and he, he looks around and he's not there because John is down kissing Jerry Lee's feet. <laughs> oh, God. True story. <laughs> That is great. Wow. That is great. We lost him this year, and Mark texted and said a couple of other singers that didn't get a lot of attention was Timmy Thomas, the the artist who did We Can't Why Can't We uh, Live Together. together. Why Can't We Live Together. I forgot about that. And and Judith Durham, the lead singer of The Seekers, who did uh, Georgie Girl. Sure. And I remember there was just a little bit. I want to say this. Someone who is still alive who played Chicago last year, and I went down and interviewed him, and he's coming back this coming year is one of my favorites, Gilbert O'Sullivan. Oh, oh yeah. in Chicago again next year. Yes, alone and I again. Highly recommend. Yes, but so many more. Claire, 
uh, Get Down, and he sounds exactly the same. His voice yeah. is perfect. Oh, that's great. I'm yeah. glad to hear he's doing well, because, uh, again, that song yeah. haunts him forever. Another singer we right. just we just lost within the, pa- within the past week. Uh, remember the group Ian and Sylvia and the song Four Strong Winds? Ian. Uh, oh. just passed away just this week. They were from Canada. Yeah. And Four Strong Winds was one of those huge, huge uh, sort of sort of folky mm-hmm. uh, folk rock songs. Sadly, it's kind of hard to keep up oh. with what happened this year with all of the celebrity passings. And we just scratched the surface. Well, if you were... Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, if you were a mob actor, it was not a good year. Tony Sirico from Goodfellas, Paul yeah. Sorvino from Goodfellas. It's Tony Sirico from uh, The Sopranos. Uh, Paul Sorvino, Ray Liotta, yes. and James Kahn. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. yeah. wow. And we've well, only scratched the surface. On that happy note, Gino. <laughs> well, hey, Zippity Doodah! Yes. <laughs> Gino has always been wonderful about getting us up to date on showbiz, and I hope that we can do this in the new year. Since you're going to go back on your junkets, I'd love to do it. And you're going to be hanging out I with the celebs. Well, we miss you too, Gino. And uh, Carolyn from Milwaukee said, "I love Gino. Thank you for having him on the radio today." <laughs> <laughs> and Gino, thank you again, and Happy New happy Year. Happy New Year, Gino. Thank you. And we'll talk in the New Year. You too. Bye-bye Thanks. now. And again, you can catch Gino. He is the entertainment reporter for Fox 6 in Milwaukee and the Dish Network, and a longtime friend, good guy, and a wonderful talking to him.